This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. She isn't afraid to dissect an issue, even if it ruffles some feathers. With Global Top Talkers, here's Alex Pearson on Global News Radio. Alex Pearson, good to have you along for the ride. We are joined now with our Global Talkers, Peter Sherman, who you heard before me on 640 Toronto, and Drex Wilkins, host of The Shift, which you can hear on Global News Radio Networks right after uh, Charles Adler. Hey, guys. Hey. Hey. Hey, hey. I'm good. Um, question off the top. Uh, I'm going to play you guys some audio, and um, I don't like to complain about it because I like when Queen's Park and, and politics gets exciting, but I'll ask you the question whether or not civility has gone the way of the dodo bird. Take a listen to the exchange of when a NDP MPP is accused of mocking a Pakistani MPP from the PC side when he talks. Here's the outburst. Thank you, Mr. Minister, for your response and for letting taxpayers know the truth about the cost of a referendum. Hearing those numbers, I'm sure taxpayers would rather have their councillors at City Hall taking actions to improve life for everyone. The Leader of the Opposition and the Premier will come to order. The leader of the opposition and the premier will come to order. The leader of the opposition and the premier will come to order. All right, so this went on and on and on, but this is uh, this is the fireworks that we are seeing in um, Queens Park these days. Peter, you have been there; you've been a part of it. Is civility done? Is this what the next four years looks like? Well, you know, there, I don't know that there was ever any civility about question period, Alex. Uh, as it happens. I decided after about a year away that I would attend question period today. So I was actually there. and uh, It was pretty raucous, no question about it. But uh, I've been in some raucous question periods. Look, question period, uh, if, if there were really going to be answers in it, is, is the way the saying goes, it would be called answer period. So it is, a, it is an opportunity for both the opposition and the government, regardless of stripe, to strut their stuff and show that, they have a position, and it's different from the other guy's position, and why their position is the right one. So even in opposition, you do that. Now, on this exchange about whether or not uh, the uh, the particular MPP in question, Gilles Bisson of the NDP, made a remark that mocked uh, the, the new backbencher from Mississauga, uh, Cooksville, I couldn't say because I didn't hear it. Uh, apparently the Premier did. Apparently Vic Fideli, who's pretty... Honorable guy did, but I talked myself to uh, MPP Bisson. He says, you know me, and I've been around here for 28 years. I didn't do it. I suspect, Alex, that the, the short answer to your question is, yes, it will be like this for the next four years, and yes, they will resolve this tomorrow. Until they get into the next fight, Drex, because when you've got a Ford in office, right. as we saw mm-hmm. with, um, with uh, Rob Ford when he was the mayor, 
Um, it's just, it's a no holds barred kind of ugliness that uh, comes into play. And at the end of the day, I think it'll catch people's attention to a point, and then people will just start getting irritated. I think it's funny that we are pretending that uh, politicians haven't always been a-holes to each other when they're in <laughs> chambers. They're always like this. They always be, you can watch any of the different legislature channels or, or even CPAC, and they're always at each other's throats. And, and you know what? I, after sort of seeing that, uh, that, uh, hearing that audio earlier today, I thought of one thing, and it's something that radio consultants tell failing radio stations is that if you've got someone who is popular, so let's say that Doug Ford is the number one radio station in Ontario, and the NDP is like dead last, there's a great attack analogy, because if you don't have anything, you just attack, attack, attack. And that's all the NDP has been doing since the Ford government came to power, is attacking, attacking, attacking. What he's doing is actually pretty popular. They've got nothing right now, so they're attacking. It's just a, it's just a strategy. That's all it is. It is a strategy. I mean, look, I, they're going to be bitching and moaning for the next four years because it's clear, Peter, they're not going to like anything that comes out of Doug Ford's mouth. No, they're not. And, uh, and, and you know what? I spent all of my time when I was elected as a, an opposition MPP, and that was what we did. Yeah. Because an opposition, I'm not defending the NDP and saying this doesn't matter who's there. Mm. Opposition is in place to oppose. Let me give you a bit of a peek inside the curtain. You heard the, uh, the speaker calling for order on the part of the premier and the leader of the opposition, and then he adjourned the House for five minutes. And uh, when the House was adjourned, uh, what happens is people get out of their seats and walk around and chat up other people. So the, the NDP people and the Liberal people are coming over from the other side and chatting up the government people. Because when the cameras are on and the mics are on and all of this stuff is happening, it's a show. Yeah. And, and when they're off, they're just people who went there to do a job. They need better comedy writers, I'll say that much. <laughs> they do. I don't have a lot of time for this, but I do want to talk about it because, um, you know, there are only two guarantees in life, and that is death and taxes. How would you feel about being taxed after you die? And this is coming from a left-wing think tank, which is pushing the feds to look at an inheritance tax as a way to... Yeah. They say it'll be the way to close the gap between the haves and the haves not. The problem when I read this, um, Drex, is that there's really only 87 super duper rich people in this country and it ain't gonna cut it you just can't cut it with that many with that few rich people uh, to to do the heavy lifting um i speak from a place of ignorance because i haven't had uh many people close to me in my family die yet uh thankfully which is a good thing uh it is not something i've had to deal with uh i know that i've had relatives in the past that have had to deal with it and they don't speak fondly of death tax, because some places still have them. Um, I, I, I don't think it's an appropriate thing. I think, you know, a, a lot of these people work very hard for what they have, sure. and they want to be able to pass it down to their families, and I don't think that they should be penalized for that. That's where I fall on it, Peter Sherman, because, um, you know, it, it, it's hard not to take it really personally when if, if you were to see the government come in and claw yet just a little bit more off of you after you've, uh, you know, slugged away for 70 or 80 years to put something away, they'll take it away from you. Absolutely true. And, and uh, as a person who has, uh, at this stage of my life, lost both my parents, uh, they were never wealthy people. They had nothing to leave. So I, I didn't inherit a penny. They were expected to. In fact, I had to chip in with my siblings and, uh, uh, and help in their burials. I'm not complaining about it, um, but I lived my life a different way. And I'm not a rich person, but I will actually have something to leave to my kids. And I goddamn well worked hard enough for them to be able to get it. Amen. I hear you. And on that note, 
I'll leave you. Thank you very much, guys. Appreciate Thanks, it. Alex. Peter Sherman and Drex Wilkins uh, joining me tonight. Hey, Peter's right. I'm sorry. I got a kid. He's all that matters to me. And I am not doing this and I am not working and you're not working, hauling your butt in every day to then die and have half of it taken by a government who's going to piss it away on something else. No. Tear on point. I'm Alex Pearson. This is Global News Radio.